What's up, everybody? You're listening to Where's My 40 Acres, the Boob Tube Podcast. And this week, we're reviewing the blackest show on television right now. FX is on Atlanta. Shout out to Donald Glover, man. I mean, how would you know you were alive unless you knew you were God? My boy hooked you up. He made you the lemon pepper joints, but these got the sauce on them. Life itself is but a series of close calls. Good, everybody. You are listening to the Where's My 40X podcast, and we are back to talk about FX's Atlanta season three, episode three. We did this already, but GarageBand wasn't recording any of the shit we said. So I apologize because we said a lot of funny shit and it was introspective and it was dope. And Ava said her ABCs backwards and it was amazing. And now she's fucking going to Juilliard for dance. You missed all of it because none of it got recorded. Missed all. Missed all. all of it. Hmm. Well, that sucks. Oh, well, that's the game. Move back. That's how it is. Send more money so we can get more recorders. There you go. <laughs> we need a backup, backup for the backup. <laughs> I need help. I need to hire a nigga named Pedro to hit the record button. Because it's hard to run all this equipment with just two hands. Anyway, yo, so <laughs> what is, again, Mike, what is the name of this episode? <laughs> this episode is called The Old Man in the Tree. Wow, I feel like you said that already. Hey, also, Mike, did Hero direct this episode too? Absolutely he did. This is his 17th directorial performance. Deja vu. I knew that because you said it before. Alrighty then. Who wrote it? This episode though? was also. Oh, well, it was written by Taufik Kalade, who is a supervising producer for the show. This is their second writing credit. You know who else he is? Not Stephen Ooh. Glover, which is what I guessed nope. who wrote this episode the first time we recorded this, but you won't get it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just angry that but wasn't recorded. And um, the theme for this episode was, which I said much more original and funny last time, it was very organic, was Van went from aimless to fuckless, and now that just felt aimless because I said it already. But let's go, yes. Mike. What themes did you say were there for? Oh, no, Twan, you said a theme for yep the theme the theme oh earn for earn earn was can't knock the hustle okay yes we all agreed that was appropriate in the first recording of this ad non trial <laughs> <laughs> what and what did we say for darius what was it what was no, darius we, we were paperboy paperboy was okay. running my money running my motherfucking money which running i actually titled sometimes white people don't pay too <laughs> and <laughs> Let's see for Darius. You, know you know what? I love that. Sometimes white people don't pay too. Run me my money. It sounds like a sequel. I like it. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Darius, Darius's theme is white people be wilding. I don't like what. Uh, yes. White guilt, like uh, uh, white guilt is scary. White guilt. I don't know. Like, what? I mean, yeah, like. When it's white people a, got your back. <laughs> I mean, question mark? Right. Like, question, huge question mark. And not like a straight up question mark, like one that's between like two and four. 
<laughs> on the clock. Like I feel like that. The one's kind of confused if it's even a question, really, or if he's there, a mark. There's a couple of times when when this character is walking around and he usually looks like he's questioning things, right? And it's usually because yep. he's hot. But then there are a few episodes where he's questioning shit because even for him, shit has got this weird. This shit is weird. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and this was one of those things. He had a perpetually kind of confused look on his face because he was like, okay. <laughs> so, y'all are, y'all are doing that. <laughs> that's what that's what's happening today. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be the black guy in that scenario that Darius kind of got stuck in. Oh, Tossed Hell into no. by the white people at a park. Man, I, I'm just going to be honest. I know we're on YouTube. Dude, white parties are some of the scariest places I've ever been. I, I, I never know if I'm really supposed to be there. At any point, the cops could show up, and my fat ass is not going to be able to get out of that back door quick enough to get away any goddamn way. Plus, I'm the only black person there, so I know they're going to chase me first. And then I'm scared. Okay. I'm also scared to drink alcohol. Not because I think they put something in it, but sometimes maybe a little because I think they might have put something in it. But also, I don't want to get shit faced to like Jägermeister or Fireball. It like stuff fireball like that. Fireball is an abomination. Unless you put it in a milkshake, then Fireball is elite. And like I, Fireball in a vanilla milkshake is clutch, but not by itself. It's the, I have the same fear of getting wasted to Hennessy, so don't think it's a race thing. Or racist thing. <laughs> it is a race no, thing. Hennessy is not good. It's it's not, not good. It is not, man. It's not. It's oh. not good. Out of all the other brown liquors. It's the Emperor's New Clothes of Liquor. You dog. That, yes. that are cheaper. That are cheaper than yeah, Hennessy. Hennessy is 50 bucks a bottle, bro. There's so many bad. Like, you tell me 50 bucks a bottle for some brown and you ain't going to get some crown? But you go Thank you. Nigga. Thank you. Thank you. Nigga. You you done lost your mind. <laughs> Bottle crown reserve. Yeah. I mean, is shit, my bourbon bucks. drink is out there. Bullet is also cheaper than Henny. Oh, yeah, Bullet is better. There's and it's so 80 many proof. Liquors that are better than Hennessy. Yeah, there are a lot of them. All of them. All, yeah, I was about to all say, I was going to say half, but you're right. <laughs> I mean, not literally all of them, but all the famous ones. Yeah. Like, but E and no. J is not better than Henny, but it's not. Also, but it's I mean, so you, much cheaper if you need to just drink so some brandy, cheaper. which is what you're doing with Hennessy anyway. Hennessy's, you just need to drink some brandy, but with a chain on. E and J is, you just need you just need to drink some brandy, but you only have twelve bucks, so it's Bingo. fine. They they both they both balance each other out. They should get together. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I never I never forget. I remember people talking Hennessy and I drank it one time. I was like, what the fuck is this? I was dog. It's just peer pressure. It's just black peer pressure. That's all it is. Lies. It's not appropriate peer pressure. I will say lies. for the people listening who are like, but Hennessy White, you're right. White Hennessy is good. I never had it, so I can't comment. It is good. Also, that's because and this is also not race related, because it's not brown. Okay. Here's the thing about Hennessy in itself as is, as a, as this whole collective, right? The Hennessy that people talk about they like is the bottom barrel Hennessy. There are good Hennessy's out there. Like they just cost a way lot more, right? But if I'm looking at I don't drink regular Don Julio, but Don Julio 1942 is incredible. But, like, but like, it's also two hundred dollars a bottle, so I don't yeah, drink it very much. I'm not about to go that far where I can get the same like I get the same liquor. <laughs> a lot cheaper that already tastes better but isn't this like right. equivalent to people who buy like c-class or c-series mercedes and shit you just wanted to have Hold a mercedes up. 
Hold up. Tennessee Paradise is thirteen hundred dollars. Sorry, fourteen hundred. See, see. I mean, look, Hennessy, that Hennessy is probably fire. It probably is probably fire for thirteen hundred dollars. That I'm this again. This this is the I'm getting the lowest tier possible that I can afford, and I've never actually had the real reason that people even care about this name across the world. Okay, because that Hennessy Brown only rocking in the black communities, bro. I mean, definitely. So that's scary. That's why you see like Nas and shit in the advertisements for it, and you, nobody else. Like, there's no other like celebrity endorsements for Hennessy for black people. You know how I know it's we like strong. Sprite. You know how I know we strong. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Like, like Sprite. They know their audience, man, and I applaud them for it. I, I know I know black people, oh. we strong as fuck because they flooded yep. our community with crack and Hennessy at the same goddamn time, and we still here. We still strong. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how. We should be gone. We, that should have wiped us right the fuck out. Only thing that should have been left in Compton and shit on the West Coast was like the roaches. Like it, That should have been it for parts of New York. For anywhere black people existed, anywhere that dope was just running the streets, it should be nobody left. And it's a it's a it's a brandy too. Like brandies usually taste good. <laughs> it's that brandy. Just, that's a cognac to be fair. <laughs> it's that, it's cognac. that brandy still, you cognac really don't like, want to get behind the wheel. Like as a person who drinks a lot of bourbon and, and like in whiskey, right? There's a strength to it that comes with it, and cognac usually runs sweeter. So the fact that Hennessy still tastes like trash. Like, <laughs> it still just makes me makes me upset. Then he's like, like, "You should mix it with hypnotic." No, I could just drink the hypnotic. Oh, hold up, I just learned a thing right now. All cognac is brandy, but not all brandy is cognac. Mm-hmm. Ah, look at that. So it's we the, going. It's the square. We supposed to be here for Atlanta. Is y'all. it the square of yeah. cognacs? Cognac, like champagne, has to come from cognac, France. Mm-hmm. It's a brandy made in a specific place in France. Hmm. I wonder where they get that Muku vanilla cognac from there. That come from cognac. Cognac. Oh, all of it comes from cognac, apparently. Cognac, cognac. Can't say it. Yeah. But it's... Well, now I have learned a new thing. I had no idea. That's eight minutes yeah. wasted on not Atlanta conversation. All right. Um, Atlanta. So, uh, let's see. Where are we at? This all is right. why people like us, though. We're just going on these tangents. So, yeah, I mean, the, so I mean, usually we start with the episode starts, right? So the episode starts with all four of them walking down some. I don't know what part of England they were in, but we just we just know they're in England now. London, yeah. somewhere. Yeah, that's it's fine. definitely London, but I just don't know what part of London. And Aaron is going to meet Will. Will is his friend, <laughs> or not only his friend, but Will is somebody. Will is knows. a dude he knows exactly, yeah. exactly, and he's like Will. Will knows this billionaire dude, so if we uh, can get some, you know, get our, you know, financial backing into right. Paperboy, like you go here, man, you know, rub a few elbows and get some money in. They were like, cool, cool, cool. Well, what they were was like they started clowning Earn for the way he said that to Paperboy. <laughs> stocks and <laughs> they were like, you want me to invest in my stocks and dividend? <laughs> Oh, they love it. I love when Earn did it. Earn did it back. Yeah. Like, that's just how you sound, though. That's just <laughs> like, your voice. <laughs> like, <laughs> like having a real jovial time, just walking towards, like you know, the party. So yeah. they get to this place, and it looks it is like pretty a shit run, run down place. And they're like, "This is the address." He's like, "This, like, this can't be the address. There ain't no being that live here." 
So they knock on the door, woman comes out, like, what you here for and all that stuff. And they're like, I'm here for Will. And then they're confused. <laughs> She's just staring at them. Will comes down the stairs and be like, oh, what's up, man? Come on there. Oh, don't worry, man. She works here. She works here. So this whole billionaire got a false house. Yes. <laughs> his house. That's how much money he got. Which, honestly, when I saw this part of the episode, I was like, this is what I would expect billionaires to have. Yeah, like, yeah just, absolutely. Just, like, I don't know, if, like, in, I you, in my job, I had to go to a lot of people's houses, right? I was doing stuff in right. people's houses. <laughs> I have lived here my whole life, man. There are entire neighborhoods that I didn't know existed because I ain't got money. Yeah. Like, like, Definitely. like, <clears throat> like roads that just like I pat like I was too poor to look down the road. It, like, it had a visual filter over my eyes. All right. I, like, yeah, I don't want to go. Okay. This is, oh my God. We, we kind of having the same thought when I came home a couple weeks ago <laughs> and I went to Virginia Beach. I, you know, we went to ODU's one. Like, we went yes. to ODU, we had to go up and down. 64, 664, like all the time, right? All the time. All the all time. time. Never once until now at the tender young age of 37 forgetfulness <laughs> had I ever stopped and thought, huh, look at those houses on the water that I'm passing while on 664. I wonder how, I wonder where that neighborhood is. Because because Ghent <laughs> is oh, also Gint. That's all you had to say. Okay. not not no, not Ghent. My bad. Not Ghent. Um, what is, is it? Is it Park Place? Ghent is also bougie though. It, it is, but the I'm park, not. I'm talking about the park, park after Ghent. Park Place is hood. Place is hood. <laughs> right. So I was like, Park Place is not far from where these people are living on this little dude, area of dude, water. Dude, there is a small neighborhood how do you get there that is behind um uh that is like you go across that bridge man it's behind because i know it's expensive because i first day i had a client there and i was and i remember turning down these junks and i was like somebody's gonna call the police on me because i'm going through this neighborhood and then and they were like and, and i remember talking to the kid one time the kid was crazy too and they were like i mean where are we going are? they were like mom he's like mom where are we going for dinner and she was like, we're going to the yacht club. I was like, what, what are y'all? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> going the, just going to the yacht. Just going, to, okay. I didn't know. That's the yacht. I didn't even know. I can't even walk. Like, it got high fences. I can't even look over there. Can we? It's a yacht club. So it, I think that we as a people need to start acknowledging that when someplace like uh, Virginia Beach Town Center or whatever the hell y'all calling it, right? When they build something like that, it is literally not being built for like 98% of the population in Virginia Beach. It's being built I, for that 2% that lives on the water somewhere near <laughs> Park Place that you can't get through unless you cross a bridge. A baby dude, bridge. Not a real bridge. So, like a bridge so for a I'd be, going, I'd, be, I'd be turning neighborhoods and being like, I have passed this road my entire I passed the road so many damn times. And then the one time I go down the road, be nondescript road too, don't even look fancy. And like you turn a corner and you just like Lamborghini, Lamborghini. Yep. I am a sticky wagon. Like, what, where did I come from? And like, so that's all I instantly thought of when this nigga had a full false house. Yeah. <laughs> that like makes a sense. Full, like a full, like not just like a false room, y'all. This was like a speakeasy. This nigga had steps. You went up, there was a living room. 
You had to go up some more steps. Bro, there was a whole nother floor, like <laughs> floors on like, floors in a building where they already had to go to like the fourth floor or whatever to even get to the door. So yeah, like all, all I think about when I think of stuff like that is, yeah, this is some Doctor Strange shit because there's not space. There's literally not space yeah. here. He owned, for he had this to own place. that whole block. Nigga, he had to own the sky too because the steps just kept going up, and that was a regular neighborhood of homes. Yeah, so they open up the roof, get this wonderful, beautiful mansion. Looks great. All everybody's great. Uh, I think was it uh the uh the paperboy and um uh the paperboy and uh and Darius. They paperboy and Darius saw Anandos. That's where they ran off. They to. ran off to find. He told. I think yes, he told them that immediately. We, I think he said, "There's a yo. There's a Nando's in here or something like that." And Nigga, he took off Nando's. to go find it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, he said, "There's a full Nando's chicken in here." That's, so again, a like, whole restaurant, Tuan, on the floor floor of an abandoned sky a, building. A whole, a whole restaurant. Now they got they got Nando's up in like DC area, don't they? Yeah, we get Nando's. Yes, on that they street. do. That's the, the first time I ever had Nando's was uh, on a tour show with Kendrick in DC. Yeah. <laughs> it's delicious, I, by I the way. Ever, I don't think I ever been. I think I've seen them, but I don't think I ever. Been. Um, Nando's is great. Nando's and is con- most of their food is gluten free, so I can eat it all. Nando's is con- uh, draws up like contention. There is definitely a mixed feelings on Nando, which I did not realize was a thing. I don't I've, acknowledge that. I've Nando's I've literally been in conversations with people like, oh yeah, Nando's is cool, and in this in another conversation right around the corner, Nando's is trash, and I was like, what just happened? Is it Nando's is, it is consistent and is in like where it is? It's frequent so you can find it and get a good meal consistently. I I, th- I think that when you're talking when you're thinking about like Peruvian spots or whatever, right? I I fuck with Nando's, but I have found better spots because of Nando's. Like I compared I'm not them saying to there isn't a better place, but Nando's is a chain. And as far as chains go, it's a good ass Yeah, tag. so is uh so is uh what uh Lima's and uh Saldi's. <laughs> which are better i've never heard of either of these things they're, they're better Tr- trust me they're better and that's i'm not like, saying they're better nando's. but i'm saying i don't ever know what my, they my, i do i can find a nando's right now i, I feel we like nando's here in vegas too i feel like i feel like the thing with like a, a place like like nando's it becomes because the majority of people like it like in and out yep. right? burger speak and speak and speak yes like in and out yeah, and speak like any out over there, Chick Fil A down in the in the South, like people speak highly of it. Uh, people, hold on, hold on. Chick Fil A is in a completely it, different category, sir. The whole other way, not like I don't mess with it, but the whole other way. Because people are like, we all built this shit up. It's like, nah, man, we know we can go there. I know what I'm gonna get, and I'm satisfied every time I go. That's pretty like, much what it is. That's, that's the only that's reason you niggas it. eating at Roy Rogers. That's all it is. <laughs> That's all it is, man. Like people like you just gonna eat Krispy Kreme because they, cause, you know, they only make one donut. Like, but that donut is banging. Like that that's one donut is very good. Yeah, and they I, got a specialty. And I know when I go there, it's gonna taste <laughs> the exact same every goddamn time. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think somebody like yeah, they get these get you know they get they get shitted on sometimes. But like if you don't like it, you don't like it. I just go, thought go, it was interesting that up. they picked Nando's. I didn't realize Nando's name had blew up to the degree of where niggas rushed to find one in a building they just got into because well, it's see, an Andos, I always you know? thought well, is still rare here in the United States, but yeah. in England, they're everywhere. They're absolutely oh, everywhere. So I didn't know that. So, so it's, it's, yeah. it's everywhere in Europe. So I, I 
when I read when I saw them do it, it felt like that was something like they they especially I feel like they was tour. in England but didn't have hadn't found one they, yet. They, like they like they've been on tour and they and they hit up a Nando's for chicken. Yeah, I get and it. They were like, right. yo. And so when they said this nigga got a Nando's, like we got to go get some. See, I didn't know right. that Nando's they, was a thing there. I just knew that it was only getting larger. Like it had just recently started blowing up here. Yeah. Like I know I think, here in DC and Maryland because they're putting them everywhere now. I mean, Nando started in South Africa. Wow. Yep. No, it was uh, was it South Africa or Angola or some shit? Yes. I think right here it says found in South Africa, but I'll. Oh well, then there you go. All right, so they ran off to to get some elite ass uh, rotisserie they style Peruvian chicken, and then Ern um, stays with with Will. At this point, is Ern and Van are still together, and Will was like, "Hey, I got this artist here. If y'all want to go, like, see him, <laughs> you know, he's doing all this street art, <clears throat> music, and all that stuff." So that's where Van and um, Van and Ern go off to meet the artist. So did y'all did y'all figure out what this artist was doing before he finally broke it down to earn, or were y'all like me annoyed at watching this character represent everything I hate? Oh no, I didn't know he was scamming. I just knew his art sucked, but I didn't yeah. know. He yes, was like, like it, it felt like the scam that that the, even though the person still believed in though, like yeah, like, right. Like, oh, I hate that. I was like, I was relieved at the end, but like it felt like this is what. This is what the art world can be at sometimes, and it's like that's that's concerning. Yeah, like that. That I was so annoyed watching his character first. I was like, man, I can't stand these fucking dumb ass, smart fucking rappers and entertainers and influencers, and just I hate when this one character wrapped up all the way in social media that he's just a meta version of a person. It just, uh, I, I was watching it. I was just, I didn't want to punch him in his face. <laughs> it's getting on my nerves, man. Get off my lawn. I was mad. I, was, I hated that character. Yeah. Was, like, was he oh. on roller skates the entire episode? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Again, very pissed so, at this character. So, Ern, Ern is looking at the art, and as Ern is sitting there, Ern is like, this art like is horrible trash <laughs> this art trash yes, it's terrible it's trash and then and then will trying to tell him about like all the stuff he's doing he's a genius he's an innovator and then the young black dude i think his name is tj tj he, he just daps he just daps earn up says a little right. bit he doesn't really talk much he just says a little bit to him and it's like yeah and Ern is still i think i think when, after that, i think they left after this and then like Ern like Ern looks at him and was like it dead like suck <laughs> like, like, <laughs> right but he's already like will like well, i think will was putting all kinds of money in that nigga that's the thing like he kept he would just like tell will, yo I, I had an idea last night i need twenty thousand dollars to continue dreaming this up and will would just give him the money like he just it didn't he didn't question it just like yeah let's do that let's make a hundred dick statues yeah, it was like this guy's gonna be the next Banksy or whatever, and it was like, Yo. Nah, bro. what does that even mean if you call someone the next Banksy? We don't even really know who the fuck Banksy is. Nope. So like, <sighs> you know what? I hate this episode for being this smart. <laughs> but so, yeah, dude was annoying. 
then we uh we jump over. I think we jump back at this point and we see is it when we jump over and we see Paperboy? Uh at this point, oh, I'm not going to be able to help oh, you through we, this part because I don't remember. I can't remember the fluidity of this episode. If it jumped to pay, if it jumped to paperboy, if it jumped to Darius next. I don't think it really matters. We can just talk about what happened with each character at this point instead of trying to sequentially. All right. So you want to run through, you wanna run through like, each of their like just each of their story from start. Yeah, to Yeah, let's just finish Earn. That's who we started right. on. Let's go ahead so, and finish it. As Earn is doing this, Earn sees the <laughs> artist. Earn dip. Earn a little bit. He dips out. Um, he's like this artist trash and everything like this, and at this point he loses track of Van, and Van is still running around, right? Mm-hmm. So Will Will pulls pulls Earn to the side and is like, "Yo, this is the dude. I believe in him so much. He's gonna do all this shit. I put all this money in him. And I think like you know, they might like you said he said I put like half a mil. Like the, yeah. the way that Earn's jaw dropped <laughs> when he heard like how much money he put to him, he was like, all, all, all of your your money." And and then he said that TJ had this uh this uh, space. Well, he had this idea for him for like a, a artist co-op. Now the funny thing is, as they are talking, Ernest and talking to Will in the hallway. He looks over, and when you look over, you can look you can look through a doorway. You can look up some steps, and what you see is the edge of a roller skate. At the top of the steps. What was that about? Get that. Because it was TJ. He was getting closer every time as Aaron was talking to Will. Yep. <laughs> what? Yeah. It, it was just. It just showed his foot. It just showed like the end of a roller skate at the end of the steps. And then Aaron turns back. He talks to Will a little bit, and then he turns back again. This time, like TJ has his back to him, like he's leaning against. You the know door. what? I missed this <laughs> completely. <laughs> And then Aaron turns back and starts talking to him again. And this is a TJ rose up as he's talking. He's like, I don't think he's really explaining to you the right way. <laughs> but yeah, he was listening the whole time. <laughs> TJ was listening the whole time. <laughs> which, which made it funny. So the idea that TJ had was that he was going to have an artist co-op. That And the artist, and then the artist co-op basically will cover every single thing. The studio space, the studio time, the house, the food, laundry, like drugs, everything. Basically, TJ was gonna have living there rent free, <laughs> right? Doing what the fuck you want, and Will was anything. Gonna, <clears throat> Will was gonna pay for everything. He was gonna bring other artists in. So Will was struggling to. He was struggling to say this at this time because as he's saying it, he's looking at Ernst. Ernst right. giving him the dumbest look, like nigga, what is wrong with you? Yes. <laughs> What is wrong with you? Now we gotta be, we gotta make sure like Will's white. Like, yes, like, he's what is very wrong white. What is wrong with you? So this is when TJ rolls up. I was like, I don't think he's telling you the right way. So he started telling him a different way, and he kind of looks at them, and he was like, "How you feel about it?" This is Will. How you feel about it? And he's like, "Uh, yeah, uh, me." He said, "Man, you sound like you don't like it. You sound like something wrong." He's like, "You know, I, I got who is that? He's like, I got to talk to Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Because <laughs> like they were talking about doing something similar, and you know, I don't want to be like." He said, like, "I don't want to be you know, for them." Yeah, man. So let me, let me, let me get, let me get in. I gotta contact. go talk to Doja Cat's folks. <laughs> let me go contact them, and I'll hit you up later. <laughs> so, Aaron so leaves at this point, and um, I think he goes. I think he after this he goes talk. This is when he's at the pool. And he's talking to Van. Yeah, because he kind of he kind of answers Van's like, "Yo, what's up?" Everything all right? And she pretty much doesn't answer him, and then. 
pushes a nigga into the pool. She keeps pushing the same but guy into the pool. The waiter, the first person. <laughs> She pushed. Like, I think she did. She push him like twice into the pool. No, or was she, it two different waiters? She pushed, no, she pushed a, another woman into the pool. Though. Yeah, she pushed a waiter into the pool before her got asked about something. Oh and yeah, she pushed, yeah, that's and right. Then she pushed the woman on the way after Ern's conversation with her. Yes, and Ern just said it be like she didn't learn shit. Like nothing okay. I just said got through <clears throat> or got <laughs> it like, anywhere. Okay. So Ern goes back up, and this time I think he just talks to TJ. And TJ is basically TJ breaks like, it down to him. TJ basically just being like, "Look, man, look, if this rich white dude wants to pay for all my stuff, who am I? Uh, who am I to do this? In fact, no, because Ern goes to talk to Paperboy about it, and I, I'm looking at the quote. The quote says, "He sits there because you know Ern feels bad about. It. He's like, man, he, sh- I should tell him that he's being scammed. And then Paperboy says, "White kids be scamming all the fucking time." Hell, what do you think TikTok is? <laughs> and then, <laughs> he said, and then, and the paperwork said, shit, black kids need to scam more. I remember that part. And I was like, I mean, and it was one of those conversations where Paperboy is just walking and talking, which is why I love yep. his character, because he says smart shit like that so matter-of-factly. Like, yeah. those shits are reminiscent of our conversations when we just talk about stuff with a nigga <laughs> walking up the hallway, with niggas walking through the mall, walking in the stores. Like, we just be talking. And this is the type of shit that comes out. Real smart nigga shit comes out. But yeah, yeah it, it's just I just I just I just remember that scene like, bro. Yeah. It'd be like that with us. Yeah. So Ernst like Ernst talking to him a little bit, like he's talking to that. TJ comes with him being like saying basically kind of saying the same thing. Like he's gonna pay for all my stuff, like who am I to say? And um this is when you see Ernst in the hallway, he's looking at this picture. Because I think they said randomly at the beginning of the episode, like they get this. Nando got his money, like his, like his, like his dad or his, his ancestor or something gave out the first loan. Mm-hmm. The first loan, yeah, like, exactly. Not the, like just the first loan in general. <laughs> the first nigga to borrow money. <laughs> it's like it was, so he's looking at this picture of the first loan, and then in the background you see this black, a slave, like a slave base, this black guy in the background. And then Will comes up to him, and then basically, uh, Aaron looks at him as like. Man, you know what you need to do? It's a good idea, man. But you know, right? TJ, TJ, <laughs> like, TJ man, fuck these he said, man, he, this is a real good idea. He said, you know, but you know what? TJ needs a manager. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Man. He said, I don't, I don't want you to do that. You know, let me do that. He said, now look, managers are usually. He said, how much a manager usually cost? He was like thirty percent. I was like, <laughs> he said, but I, but I'll do it for twenty five, man, because you a friend. Mm-hmm. I was like. Who don't Incredible. know? He I went full listen. evil in that moment. You could just see dude, it in his head, dude. Now, there might you more in the in the show of business than we are. Yep. I thought it was universally known that managers take ten percent. <laughs> like I just thought that was uh, reputable. That it might ones, take dude. more. Yes, they might take more somewhere. But I just thought like ten. Ten percent is the standard. It's the standard. That feels like you know. What I mean? Occasionally, it's just about ten. Ten to twelve. You know what I mean? That feels like the standard. Well, so, we like, discussed this is. in the first episode. Nothing. Ernest, nothing. This dude knows nothing. He said 30%. He's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. 30%, yeah. Did you see the statement that they got from Stephen Glover about this, like, episode in general? No. That relates pretty much to what's going on with Iron. It's in the article that you sent, Twan, from The Ringer. I've been going through this. Um... So, where is this? He said, 
season three, episode three is about, well, he says season three in general is about curses and the curse of whiteness. White people have blind spots, obviously, to race and things that are going on. They're affected by this, too. It's not just black people who are going through this and having a hard time. You're actually affected by it, too. So, you know, a first he says uh, the first episode is doing he cited the first episode as doing a, quote, perfect job of showing how both sides are affected by this. This being, of course, a, adoption or whatever. Right. Even even her just saying that thing, why didn't anybody stop us? Right. Like and it was because of the whiteness. Which takes me back to this part that you're talking about with Earn, which also they had this quote in here where Will, I guess TJ kinda explains to him, if this fool wants to pay for the culture, then let him. I see how these white folks are all the time. What's wrong with me just showing them who I am? Like and the who I am is like italicized. Who I am. It's I see you see that shit all the time. And I, I got to be honest, I don't be feeling bad for white people who get who pay who have to pay out the ass for the culture. But I do get annoyed when I see. White people. Doing the same shit that black people were supposed to be kind of more advantaged to do to these white people that needed to be scammed. So now we getting kicked out of our own fucking scams. Because they can just take our culture and then sell fake culture to white people who want to pay for it too. Right. So it's weird on that fucking level, but I I definitely was with TJ on this one. I found out what he was doing. I was like, oh, well, shit, let that nigga eat. Go for it. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it, it, it almost feels like, like, too, that TJ then was like, he found me. Like, like right. I feel like TJ was doing this anyway. And, he and this dude just shot him out. And he's like, well, and, shit, yeah, you want back on money, yeah. And he's like, why would I not? <laughs> but if he ain't blowing yeah. it on him and actually, like, keeping a kid, at least he's helping another person. If he wasn't doing it, he'd be blowing it on some bullshit that wouldn't be helping or affecting anyone but his Chris rich or some shit. Yeah, exactly. Just, he gonna, if you're going to throw the money away, throw it in somebody's direction who can benefit from it. Like, I feel like rich people need to chill with that anyway. You won't stop to do some shit for a couple hundred dollars or whatever. So what the fuck do what the fuck is it for you to just throw that in the direction of someone who a hundred dollars is everything that day? That fuck it. Right. Let, let him get it. Let, if he won't buy this nigga roller skates and Jackson Pollock paintings, let him let him buy them. Fuck it. Money ain't gonna hurt him. That's the thing. Like money ain't gonna break him. I guess it's kind of exactly. one of the themes here. Money just some, yeah. Some Will clearly got enough money that he could drop half a million and be fine. But uh, but but this black kid, if he don't have this, he got he probably got nothing. Or he gonna have to work really 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 hard to have a a, a percentage of a cent of what you know Will is just you know been given to or born into. So yeah, fuck him. <laughs> Take advantage. We're gonna we're gonna end with a boy, but so Darius, Darius is after eating some Nando's, <laughs> bro. He yep. is walking around. Um, he goes to you know he just you know we walk around a party and you just looking at the food and stuff. So he goes to he goes to this place. There's a young woman standing there. Um, this interaction is hilarious. I think her name is MK. MK. She's standing there. Darius tries to get her attention. Darius is leaning over. Cause there's there's some liquor behind her, so he's leaning over like 
can I get you? And she's first as soon as she turns around, she goes, No. And she like flaunts her engagement ring, like, no, no, I'm taken. And he was like, I'm just, I was just trying to get the bottle. And she's like, all like she's all embarrassed. She's like, shit, my bad, anything like that. And she says, I get hit on by black men a lot. Yep. <laughs> when I was in LA or whatever. Yeah, when I was in LA, black men love Asian women. So now MK was wrong for what she said. <laughs> wrong as hell. But she spoke the truth. <laughs> Look, <laughs> we ain't gonna lie like this. We 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 as three black men are not gonna sit here and say that what she spoke wasn't a true Donald Glover wrote a whole song about it. He did. Oh, UCLA? <laughs> oh, UCLA. Bro, he also has been catching flack his whole career on social media for being right. more into Asian women than... Dude, so, so like, that, that, that. I believe she was wrong for just that assumption, but I believe her experience. <laughs> like, which, which to me, look, it's the... That becomes, like, the nuance of 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 racism at some points. Like, you know what I mean? There are sometimes it's complex sometimes. Yeah. Well, like sometimes you just be like, no, that was that was fully wrong. Other times I look at that and I can be like, I see where you're coming from. But you I can fucked up, but also I do understand your perspective. You can see it though. Right. So for me it's just kind of like, yeah, we can see that shit, but the white people watching this, they don't know if that's true or not what she's saying. But they might also have had experiences where they agree with what she's saying because They've experienced it too, but dare they not say that shit out loud for fear of being called racist or trying to tear down black men for it. Like, so now it's a very casual jump. You know, Darius laughs and goes, haha, you know what I mean? Like, that's fine. He's very, he's very like polite and well spoken to her, just talking to her. And they, and then he gets his gin and they go about their business. Like, she leaves. So then, uh, (laughs) white dude comes in there named Socks. And the fuck is Socks? Oh, like, like, like SOX, he's like, nah. 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 Like the foot. <laughs> nah. Just the regular way. <laughs> oh, I love it because even when he when he introduced him to Earth, he's like, this is socks. He's like, SOX. He's like, nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no explanation about why he named socks. Right. The fucking alternative, bro, is socks. <laughs> like that is nigga, what? Oh man! You gonna put that and on then, an album cover, bro? Like that's what, oh okay. Uh, Sox. he he approached like Sauce approached him like and basically like yo, that's like basically like what she said was fucked up. I love the quote because like Derek said, oh no, nah, man, that's lightweight. Like basically, <laughs> right. like we we would say like it ain't that damn big of a deal. It like truly. it sucks, but like on on the pantheon of uh, white offenses, it's like near the bottom. Yeah, it's like you know I'm still alive. So, you know, or I guess racism. Period. But yeah, socks is not. He 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 ain't with it, right? Now, the other funny part is when socks takes his hat off, mm. and Ooh, mm. there, there says that. What you said? The hairline is intense. Yes, <laughs> intense. Whoa, that's exactly what he. Whoa, said. The, hairline is, <laughs> the hairline is intense. Don't don't. He pulls his hat off. That new hairline is at the back of his head. The that best. Hair is like a bug. The bizzacky, nigga. Oh, whiskey and shit. Bro. So he stares at him for a good three to five seconds, just like trying to collect his thoughts. And then he just says, in the calmest manner, that hairline intense. 
Because <laughs> they took some shit from a National Lampoon movie and put it in this show in a reality, bro. That wig is oh. awful. That no. is a straight fucking prop comedy wig, man. Oh, man. So, Sox is, Sox is hanging out basically with Darius for the rest of the episode. Had you know, Yeah. They, they, Darius comes across Earn a couple times. He introduces Sox and stuff like that. And then after some uh, stuff, we kept, we cut back. I think it's Darius and Sox just sitting in a different room. And Sox is sitting, Darius Sox, they're just talking about some stuff. A couple comes up and it's like, oh, man, we heard about what happened. It was, Which is, it was so bad. And Darius is like, what happened? What happened? <laughs> and, and, and Sox is like, yeah, man. Like, it was so bad. It was so much racist. Like, this race, it just got to, and they start talking about it. And at this point, they are talking about it. The three white people. They're not talking to Darius. They're talking the, around him. Well, they're the telling him how bad it is for him. Each other. Yes. And, and Darius is just sitting there being like. He's a prop. Huh. So then, you know, we go back to some others. We go back to some other stories. When we cut back. Now there's a crowd. Nigga, there's like ten people there. There's but, around. The, but the white people the are telling chair. the experiences here, not Darius. Darius is in the same chair, still looking confused. Socks is like, man, this on some twelve years of slave type shit. This right. Is oh, boy. Like there's a there's a woman breaking down in tears, which reminded me of Miss like, Page. It's not, she was like, it's not right. You know what I mean? Um, like. And, and then MK pops up in the background and oh, no, just waves to Darius. Before that, Darius oh, oh. is sitting there being like, <laughs> they're still like, wave. what? So, yeah, MK, as they're talking, MK comes up to him. Darius is giving her all the body language he uh, can. Get, the, get away while like, you can. Look. Don't yeah. look at me. Run. Don't, he's, mm, don't, look, don't, don't, don't bleak at me. Don't, I don't see you. Run, girl. Like, he's trying to be in his eye. Like, don't come down here. But he can't get enough. Socks, like, that's her. <laughs> and all the white people they just sitting upon this woman. Now, I, I was wondering this, and I don't know if it's revealed. If, I don't know if it was supposed to be revealed in the episode or. It was it revealed. I think I know what you're talking about. So, did. I don't know. Did. Do you think that MK heard this story like every other white person at this party, but didn't realize it was about her? Uh, probably. That's really funny. <laughs> uh, because nobody actually said what she said. Everybody was like, I heard that somebody said some crazy, like said some racist stuff to the black. Like that's pretty much right. Because I don't think Darius told them that it was an Asian woman, did he? No, he, didn't tell he never said Darius anything say about anything. it at all. I mean, Sox just saw it. it kind of happen, and then Sox told the story to everybody else. Okay, so that Darius, like that's what I'm trying to figure out. Because he just looked at her when when Sox looks at this says there she is. I guess his only implication that it must be her is because she's the only person not over there with no, them talking about no, it, and Darius right. is looking at him. Sox, yeah, Sox recognizes her. Did Darius, so Darius told Socks who she Dar- was. No, no. no Socks watched Sox it happen in the first instance. 
Where was she hiding the whole time? They was ha- they was deliberating. No, they, were just, they were just in a different part. Like, Fox was, was in the was kitchen she... too. He was just in a different. No, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, later on. I mean, where was she at the rest of the episode while all the other that white was people? A big ass house. I mean, it's a big ass house. This is true. Part. She went to Nando's. Once she got past the trap house, it was huge. It's a, it's like, a yeah, big ass Nando's restaurant in it. Yeah, I think she, she went to Nando's. So, she was just she was just in other places, like in like yeah. socks. Because that's yeah, that's how, that's why Socks came over to Darius in the first place. Uh, he came over, yeah. like he came over being like, "Yo, that was fucked up." I mean, she she had like a, a small village of angry pitchfork carrying white people. Yeah, they, they was the that shit was the topic of the party or that part of the party. It was epitome of of white of white guilt and the it's, the over the over performance to show like i'm one of the good ones <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you. you you said it way more perfectly i could i'm one of the white ones um and then and then the only other part to this story is that at at the end when they're all running out of the house we see mk on this on the street sobbing well that's not the only other part oh no the also we found that mk is will 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 is will yeah, yeah. Because he completely broke up her ass. I heard what happened. It is right. over. <laughs> I'm not marrying her anymore. So because he had talked, because when Will first came in the house with Earn, or vice versa, he had Earn asked Will how he was doing, uh, how his oh, yeah. girl was. He's like, we got divorced, but I'm seeing a new chick. Yeah, and that was the only thing we heard about it until the end of that episode. Wow. So like MK whole life. Yeah, just yeah. fell apart. Right. <laughs> now the lingering question for me, and I'm just curious what y'all's answers is because I know what mine is. But given the way this started off, the way she came off as a person, do you feel bad for her? No. Personally, no, I do not. To an extent. Here we go. Here we go. With to what extent, sir, do you feel bad for her? Can't help it, man. Why? Well, okay. Well, this whole story to me reminded me of the uh, what is it called? Did you call it like the you know you said that they, they went to her with their with their with their pitchfork and torches, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And basically, what we we still do that today, except now it's just done over the internet. Mm-hmm. Right, and I'm not gonna say. Look, like I, I do think sometimes, like some people really deserve it, right? But sometimes when you're just sitting on the outside watching the intensity that comes from some of these quote unquote draggings, it's just like, like this whole thing just feels bad. Like it's just like, you know, it ain't bad. Maybe it's just sad to watch. Like it just. It's just sad to watch, you know, because mm-hmm. like I'm not saying that it's like what she said was was wrong, you know, fully like fully like all the way. But sometimes when people take these things on, especially when you see the internet takes it on and they grab with it, like it goes further than the person who was actually harmed. Mm-hmm. Right. So in this thing, they're running through all this stuff. And Darius, like, 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 that's not part of being an ally. Darius never asked for that. Like, he never sat there and like and said, like, I like 
this needs to happen or I'm upset or she needs to have like something needs to happen. It's almost like it. And this might be just less for her. It becomes so performative that like. Again, it becomes then it, it still it still puts the spotlight on the white people. It's so it's so performative that it's insulting. Essentially. Right. So it's like it's like if I went to like a pride thing and was trying to show everybody I'm so into this, I'm so this, I'm doing this, but mm, no, y'all sit down, people who are actually live in this life, because I know what you need and I know how to help. Yeah, exactly. And then that's when it becomes like you 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 ain't no better. You just the other side of the coin. You're just making this all about you, right? Yeah. So like I think more of it was more of that part that felt wrong. It was like how how that that stuff can go into like can get so big and everybody puts their own shit into it right because it's, it's all the people's own guilt right that just boils and just festers with each other <laughs> to then be like now we gotta attack this person mm-hmm. you know instead of like really looking and turning like where's all that coming from like why are you why are you sitting here fighting why are you more bothered than the person that happened to I guess exactly. I guess like for like in all of that is I agree with all of that, right? But the reason ultimately that I don't feel sorry for her specifically, right? I hate that shit. I like fuck that shit. That all of that you just described, that ultimate white guilt is what Stephen Glover called it. That ultimate white guilt devastation bullshit. Fuck all of that. Cause that's not allyship, like Mike said. At the same time. I kind of look at her character at the end of this with the consequences, the full on consequences of her actions is leaving her broken up with her probably billionaire rich boy fiance. And she has Mm -hmm. to walk home and text about it. That's the, that that's her big fall. I just don't, I just like, I look at the outcome and I'm like, She'd be all right tomorrow. She'll be back to doing the same shit she's been doing. Cause this is just her life. She didn't go to jail. She didn't get physically right. hurt at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Her worst her her the worst night of her life leaves her walking home texting about it. And probably not even testing, probably doing a live stream on IG. <laughs> is yeah. It I don't know, it just oh like zero sum fluff to me is just weird when it comes to people. Sure. Mm-hmm. And there's a part of me, like, I feel like it's like, you know, Keisha argues with me all the time. She's just like, you always like seeing the other side and stuff. Like, you always do this. And I was like, I don't think I can do my job if I didn't. That like, is totally fair. It, feel, it feels like the Batman rule. Like, I can't kill. <laughs> it's just like, I just, right. like, I cross that line. It, it, I don't come back. I don't see the world in the same way. Mm. I respect that. Yeah, I don't. Again, I get in my it. career that does not help me, or no. is not necessary to, to me functioning in my job. But I don't take care of people for a living. I plug cables in and make speakers do stuff. So, yeah, I just I, I don't have to communicate with actual customers, so I don't have to harbor yeah. those feelings. I do have to do that, but because <laughs> <laughs> the other. The other weird thing too, and and I know somebody could fully disagree with me on this, and I and I, and I get that, is that 
and 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 look, and I could be looking at this real either naive or or extremely hopeful for us as a human race, right? So I I do get that too. Um, but I want somebody to know like what they did was wrong because it hurt me and not because of just a consequence. Yeah. I get that consequences mm. are needed, right? I'm not gonna, you know, but mm-hmm. it's like when you look at these type of like, did you like is when you look at it, did did she like did she learn not to do that or did she learn not to 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 which which is what some white people do don't let people find out about it right those right. are definitely two different outcomes and, like and, and it, it, if 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 like if her and him continued having a conversation let's say like somebody said like hey what you like somebody just one person came to her and said like look what you said was fucked up and then later she came back and was like you know what like i said he's like yeah you, you can't say stuff like that boy then I, you know you're gonna learn something then and you're gonna take away why you shouldn't say it but mm-hmm. I totally get it. Somebody looks at it and be like, "Fuck that, Antoine. We don't care about that." <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't think she learns. Like I don't. Like I get it. Like I get it. I don't think you know she learns. Like, had a scene That's where all. she came back, apologized to Darius, and then the white people are ganged up on her. I probably yes. feel bad. They, oh, I thought she. But I thought she did. Stands, kind of I do not. <laughs> it, it just. I just. It for me, it's just like I look at the whole outcome of the situation. Like what? What? How much did she really lose? She lost an idiot, a rich idiot, and a good night at a party. Who was who? She was also, you know, she was taking advantage of because TJ she is also taking advantage of him, right? She's not. She's nowhere near as humble as he is, even though he's exploitively humble because he's wealthy as fuck and just wants to use his money to do a whole bunch of cool shit to feel cool, right? As genuine as that can be. She's taking advantage of his shit too, and that is not the first person that she's taking advantage of. Like look, I, you can just yeah, look at her whole demeanor, we, and that's we, what that's how it comes off. We know we know nothing that says that though. Like those all we got to be we got to be with all those assumptions. They are very much assumptions that I'm assuming is as legit as fucking possible because we not yeah. find and, out enough. And I always my thing is like is like in these situations when we have something like this, we're always going to find the assumption that's going to 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 support where we stand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And again, like at at times, it's fun. Like I can do it. Like at times, it's fun. I just like I I I have to again just for me. I got to stop myself from doing it all the time because then it becomes so easy to do it. And then I'm just writing off everybody. Like you don't do something like you can have this. You can take this work too. So look, I get. I might be looking at this too deep though. I might be. I no, might no, be now that's, like, that's it's completely fine look, because look, now I'm, I'm looking at her like it. she walked into my office. She one of my clients, you know. It, it's it's <laughs> fine because now I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do that thing two times as harder because you're not doing it. That's fine. I'm going double time <laughs> <laughs> on the unnecessary hate assumptions. I'm going double time. Like fuck her and her cell phone and her TikTok. <laughs> she be I. Right. She be she be <laughs> she still she be still rich and I. Right. So all right, now on to the best uh, story that happened in this. Alfred, show. let's go. Paper boy, little Alfred is after he eats his good Nando's. He is out there and he sees. He just the dude just comes to him to start talking, right? Yep. And and Alfred basically kind of makes insinuates something basically asks about some trees. 
and there was a little bit of misunderstanding because this old white dude talking to him. Um, well, first this- he introduces himself because they don't get to the trees immediately. I don't think they is do. It, is it's the trees happen first or before he introduces himself as Fernando, and then Paperboy asks him if he is like the no, Nando they, they, of they Fernando. Talk, they, talk, they talk first about the trees thing. There was a little, okay. a little misunderstanding of that. And then as they're having that little small talk, he introduced himself and he was like, I'm Fernando. And he was like, like, he's like, oh, he was like, he's like, basically, this is the billionaire dude we, we came to see. Yeah. He's like, oh, and he was like, I mean, so you like the Nando, Fernando? And he was like, nah, I just really like Nando's. <laughs> so they said I could have one. <laughs> he's, he said, he's like, they said I could, I could, you know. I can have what it is thing. The only way I can have it all the time is if I just bought a Nando's restaurant. So I yeah. did it. So, and then basically at this point, they are pretty much the odd couple at this point going to have the best time at the party together. Right. Um, so Nando takes him to see his tree. It's just actual, a big ass tree in the middle of his, a courtyard in his house. His actual tree, he acting all deep and philosophical about this tree. People look at him like, I mean, hey, I wanted weed. Yeah, yeah that's he what said, he I thought. Weed. He said, "Oh, so he said, basically, he invites him upstairs." Yes, um, if he likes gambling. Yes, he's like, he's like, <laughs> people look at him like, 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 nigga, look at me, <laughs> but you know the answer to this question. <laughs> you know he had never met Nan- Fernando in his life, but he like, nope. He's like, what kind of gambling? We got poker upstairs. He's like, shit. And you can smoke. He's like, nigga, what, yeah. what are we talking about? He's like, why, he's like, why are we at this tree? Like, why are we right. So they go upstairs. They meet. There's a poker game going on. They meet some of Nando's other friends, which we just assume at this point, all of them are rich shit. Yes. Yes. Right. Payboy sits down at the table. He's trying to get a junk. She said the buy-in is 10. And and then he's like, he kind of pauses a little bit. And then the, the the other guy looks at him, and the other guy like kind of looked at him like, like you ain't got no money to belong here, right? That's what he got. That's what the look he gets. He's like, it's it's ten thousand, and he kind of says it. He's like, oh, I mean oh. that's it. He pulls out the backpack like stack, right? Yeah, because real talk, I didn't know if they were stack. talking about ten million either. They that type of rich. Yeah, he said, I know what y'all do. He says, mm, he dumps that junk out. Let's go. There's a whole Nando's in there. They absolutely could have been talking about ten billion. I mean, look, you better yeah. be. <clears throat> you so, clarify before you place your best down. Because you if you look, around and lose, it's a wrap. Know, you better know exactly how much money. I'm not trying <laughs> to owe <laughs> nobody in New York City brownstone. I'm sorry. Yeah, Because uh, I misread right. the room. It's price. Then this is when Nando tells him this weird ass story. Mm. Man, I mean, that's a weird ass story. It's a weird ass story, brother. I mean, it is a fucking ridiculous ass so billionaire would have it story. I, I can't remember Ghostbusters the erotic fiction story. I can't remember the actual details, but I do remember there was. He said he saw. A, oh, I can a, read it. I, I can read it. Of a naked black man. I can read it. I, I got it. Oh, you got you got the whole story. I don't have the whole story. I have the breakdown in the ringer of the actual story. Oh no, he's like, yeah, it was a ghost of a naked black. I'm just trying to like how he actually told the story because he led up to it like it was gonna be some real deep shit, and um, then it was like the ghost of a naked, uh, <clears throat> a, a wet naked black dude, <laughs> soaking a soaking wet black man who cleansed him with the spiritual connection 
before excreting a layer of ectoplasm, ectoplasm. all over him. Duh. When Paperboy just making jokes about him getting like nutted on Mark by a ghost. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, because he. Because at this point, they're, they're all watching, they're playing the hand, and they're all just looking at him, and everybody's yep. just you know, kind of laughing. Alfred has this weird look, like, what the fuck am I listening to? Like, that 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 that, that quintessential Alfred look, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. And he's like, man, I don't know shit about that, but I know about these four aces. <laughs> he jumps <laughs> up, gets his money, he's a laugh, he's all of it. He's just like, that's what he must look like when the ghost. <laughs> like, when the ghost. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So at this point, Fernando slowly gets up from his seat, looking kind of shocked, and just walks away. Doesn't say anything. <laughs> the rest of the two people there also. The other dude just make excuses and dip. The other dude makes excuses and dip. But the guy who had been laughing, I think he had like a cowboy hat on. Cowboy hat guy, yeah. He's still laughing. And he just slowly walks up too, and 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 the dealer, <laughs> the dealer gets up quick as shit too, quick as hell. Like the dealer run like she's scared, <laughs> like she's like she's scared. And Paperboy just ended up being like, so like he like Fernando Lee. He said, "So uh, you want to get my money? You get my money?" And he looks at his friends like, "So he gonna give me? Like he gonna he going to get the money <laughs> that he owed me?" And then that's what everybody everybody starts laughing and leaving. So the next time we see him, he's with Earn, and he is he is hot already. Hot. He is already he is already pacing. You know, you pace, you hit your hand and everything. Like this nigga ain't give me my money. This nigga owe me my money. <laughs> he's the man. I'm about to I'm about to fucking shit up in here. <laughs> Earn just trying to tell him. Earn just trying to get him to calm down. <laughs> like Joe, just chill, man. Just chill, just chill. He's like, no, nah, man. You need to have my money. Where my money at? So he leaves. After this, he leaves. He walks back upstairs. He goes, he's walking upstairs and be like, Fernando, Fernando, where you he's at? Fernando's man? sleeping in his bedroom. Yo, instead of with my money, ass. man. So Fernando is in, scared. He comes into the glass bed. And you see, it's like a glass door. You see Fernando curled up to his side, facing away from Paperboy. And Paperboy's yeah. looking at him being like, Fernando, Fernando, oh, you, oh, you sleep now? <laughs> Oh, you sleep now, Fernando? <laughs> That's what we doing. And when we turn to show Fernando's face, he looks legit scared. Yep. He looks like a little kid. <laughs> and all you see is him like sitting there holding. He's a flat. Oh, that's how we go act, Fernando? We go act like we sleep. Uh-huh. Okay. I see Fernando. <laughs> He's like, I ain't no ghost for that though. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. He still was his paper. Like he comes, did he come back to talk to Ernie them again? I don't remember if he talks to him a second time before the chainsaw. <laughs> no, man. He. Where did he no, even no, find no, the no, chainsaw? No, he. So that's the last time we see Paperboy. And then, because that's when we go to see Ern talking to Will and TJ. He's talking about the 30% and stuff like that. And then they hear screams. <laughs> that's, and when they yes. hear screams, when they hear, yin, 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 yin. He's paper boy that got a chainsaw from somewhere. Somewhere. And he is in the midst of taking the chainsaw to the tree. It's like Fernando. Oh, so as he's doing this, 
Fernando comes to the window overlooking like the atrium where the trees at, and he's looking down. And people look at him, being like, "Oh, oh, oh, you awake now, Fernando? <laughs> well, my money. He thinks he's bring my money." <laughs> oh, people, this episode got the, the, the really like, uh, silly. We got to go. <laughs> to go. We got to go. As they're leaving, though, Payboy boy's still everything. <laughs> Bro, he, he just smashing Nando's out of people's hands and shit. He's snatching the shit. chicken. He's like the. The 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 ornaments on the table, he don't care. All the little accoutrements around, he just taking all the yeah. As and then they, they go run out. Now, they run out. They run into the car. They run to get a taxi. Run to the the, the taxi. And at this point, they're sitting there. And yeah, it's a, a quintessential black moment in my yeah. Opinion. They That's sit, my opinion. They, you're running, you running, you running. And then you finally get to say that all y'all look at each other and you bust out laughing. Bust out laughing. <laughs> you bust out laughing like, yo, what the fuck? Just, what did we just do? What? Oh, my God. So they're laughing. As they're laughing, the driver turns around and it socks. <laughs> Being like, yo. <laughs> like, man, that shit was crazy. And they all just kind of look at him like. It just completely mm-hmm. kills the movie. Like, the fuck? Yeah. Uh, now the whole time I was sitting there, I've been watching this episode. And I was like, "Where the fuck Van at?" <laughs> She's like, "Right, they dip out. Where's Van at?" So the credits start to run. The credits run for about what? Maybe about ten seconds or something. Yep. And then we get a shot of Van in the chip shop, just eating. sitting in the, just eating. Ern has she? Ern calls her because she looks at the phone and she just ignores it. Yep. And she just Bro. in the shop. We're losing her. Eating fish and chips or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, this is going out, down off the deep end, bro. That's a lot going on right also, now. Also, y'all remember that, that random white girl that was just running throughout the whole episode? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she took uh, Paperboy's hat and uh, yeah. Socks gave it back to him. Yeah. Uh, bro, I just, the whole pa- the whole shit with Paperboy <laughs> was just, it was too much after a while. Like, it went from being like a, the regular Atlanta kind of drama comedy shit to just like for me it turned into ridiculous like dark slapstick comedy like where did my man get a whole chainsaw from to cut down a tree that they had (laughs) just been talking about why is nando hiding upstairs billionaires don't seem like people who have chainsaws they hire people to bring chainsaws and do shit that needs a chainsaw why is nando hiding in quotations hiding upstairs in a room made of see-through glass pretending to sleep but he's a billionaire. Oh, over maybe that's probably what maybe forty thousand dollars. But forty thousand, yeah, it was forty thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's, if it's a ten thousand dollar buy-in, that's the most you can lose your ten thousand. Right. So he's he is hiding in in a hundred percent view from a person over a couple maybe tens of thousands of dollars when he's a billionaire. Like he had Wait, us all and this is his house. He's hiding in his own in his own house. Now to a billionaire is like you owe me 20. No, it's that's not, not even like that. It's not at it's all. Like, you owe me a quarter, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Give me my nickel, nigga. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. You I'm not allowed to from me, nickel, me that From me that right. Or give me a nickel from your Lamborghini jar. Like, it, that's what it is. It's just, he's a billionaire, and the thing that has him running scared and hiding is owing someone money. Any amount of money. Well, big or small. black man money. Let's be real. Is it, is it, but is it just a conversation about owing a black man money, or is it speaking 
to a lot of these um, like CEOs and owners that fly around in their Learjets and have claimed bankruptcy over and over again and just funnel money back and forth, like who actually don't have anything liquid. They actually don't have well, any money. So first it, of all, yes, you're right. <laughs> like, and also this is coming from the dude whose family apparently like in this universe at least did the first ever loan. Loan. <laughs> he loaned out. He at this point he he had to made a living loaning out loans. So at no point did he ever actually have money. So this billionaire bl- playing a game of poker, like if this man had to go catch a bus right now, he could not pull $2 out of his pocket for bus fare. Because all well, of see, their money is in other shit. I didn't see it though as he was broke, though. I did. Broke and not liquid are not the same thing, but they do have similar repercussions. Yeah, I, I looked at it as not liquid. Like he doesn't actually yeah. have any money. Now the only the only reason I just I said that because when again I this is this is a full assumption because we don't know how the table runs, right? But, but he bought into on the table. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like if you if you right. like now, because then this is a personal joke, so I don't know. Like, this could be totally different. We we didn't see anybody else put money down, right? Mm-hmm. But most time, you go to a, if you go to a poker junk and you and you put down like you there's a buy in, you put down that money. People are winning from that pool. Yes, mm-hmm. right. So I ain't got the ain't, the money's there. And like you know, if you buy them, you're gonna lose. You can lo- you gonna lose more. Like you might get a certain amount of worth in chips, but you're winning that pool. Right, so you can't just like everybody put. There's five of us at the table. Everybody puts in ten thousand, it's fifty thousand dollars in the pool, but then you can leave owing me a million. Right, right. You only you can only lose what you put in. Yeah, yeah. you don't lose what you put in. So I mean, so what do you what do you? I don't. So I don't understand what the what. What are you saying by saying that part? I that I don't know. I think it felt like it was, and I don't know exactly what it, but it felt like it was more than just like I don't have to. It was deeper than that. So it he was, just didn't. It like you're saying he just didn't at, want to pay the black man. It was. It felt like it was because, so, like, when you look at the him him having the the dream or the thing about the the, the black man, because I want to know why he was soaking wet, right? Then we had the picture with Earn where there's just a black, well, we know there's just that black slave in the background of the picture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wonder if it's like of of that, maybe of that white guilt or where that, where that money comes from. I like, and I, you know, like, okay. I don't like it. Just, I don't know, like I said, and again, I don't know, I ain't got no answers to it. I would love to know, to hear from one of them writing if there was something deeper to it. I guess for me, it's not the white, it's not necessarily the white guilt. Like, where does that come from? For me, in that situation, it's, we owned you all. I would never give you anything of mine's because that's just like been passed down. If that's what you're saying, if you're saying that he doesn't want to give him, give him money because he's a black man, I don't think it's white guilt. I think it's just, it, it's, it's the whole like a uh, supremacist concept, right? But, they but think they're so too much. good to have to but ever be allowed to give a black person anything, like especially money, especially something of monetary value. But then why would he be afraid? Like he was showing genuine fear. True. I think he was just, but I, I guess he, you know what I mean? Like, I, I can, like, like, yeah. I just, I, kinda, like, I would like to know more, but I would love to hear from one of them talk about it. Cause like there was, like when he was sitting in that bed, when he was looking down and he had the chainsaw, like there was, there was that genuine look of every, all the, 
everything that he had with him as a, as a person when he was first talking to 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 like Paperboy throughout the thing when they were just joking, he was telling him stuff like all like all that person had was gone. Mm-hmm. All that bravado, all that it was it was gone, and it felt like there was just like this little kid left. And I and I was like, I don't, I, I guess- didn't treat get what that was about i i but that's where i got the he didn't have any money thing from like any liquid cash he didn't have any actual money it's just all perceived money and he he is allowed to live a lifestyle as long as he doesn't actually have to fucking pay for something with cash because then now somebody has something they can hold over him i thought that's why he was hiding is because someone is hold has something that they can hold over him now, and all of that stature, and all of that plush, and all of that I'm this, and my family is that, and that heritage, and that legacy, and all of that shit. It doesn't mean anything if you can't fucking pay what you weigh at the end of the day. That's in it. But like, like you said, this he shit held it over. Him. Like you can find nickels. He he can't. Twan. He doesn't have. He's never probably held held a nickel, nigga. I don't know. <laughs> that's how that money works for them. It's it's all just charge it this it's that it's investment in this in investment in that that's all it is. It's it never actually I feel like it never actually touches palms, right? In in cash form or anything like that, let alone a fucking nickel. So when paperboys like, like owe yeah. me cash, Floyd Mayweather is probably more liquid than this guy is. You know what I'm saying? You know but them niggas keep money around, quote unquote, worth as much. Say what? I say you know them niggas keep money around in hand. Like you know they that's keep what those I'm saying. Yeah. Cash money. It's just like they don't like these these kind of guys. They don't even go to strip clubs, right? They have they, they, the strippers and escorts or whatever come to their house, and they know what they've been paid to do. Who paid them? We don't know. So it, I thought that I thought and like that part to me is just was just like he's hiding because he owes someone something. Now, are you? Could he also be hiding because he feels guilt or something about owing a black person something? I think that can also be true because Atlanta is levels. Yeah. You know what? It makes me look, and I and I should have looked at this before. If there was any, um, if there was any themes to, to the title of the of the episode, or was it just a play on words? The old I think. Man I mean, it feels like just a pun, but I don't know. No, you know, something you, about I, the I, title. I, I, when you jump, when you got to answer the question, you know what I mean. That's very true. I mean, he. So the old man in um, the tree just. It just made me think of like the old men in the sea, and I don't get yeah, deep into sure. fucking Ernest, Ernest Hemingway to know what connection these smart ass niggas pulled from this, and were able to use to then develop this show, this concept for the episodes. I don't know if there's something there. I'm not. I'm definitely not about to go read Ernest Hemingway to figure it out. <laughs> Why? Why are you disrespecting the Hemingway, dog? You know what I'm saying? I don't care. No, I man, you get these the, white uh, writers, the, the, uh the, uh, what is it called? What? They get them good cliff notes. Spark notes, nigga. Yeah, I mean, you can watch the Equalizer. He talks about it on there, too. Wow. Denzel does. <clears throat> nah, no, I'm not. Not for an Atlanta episode. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I'm sure I mean, there's something look, deeper there. Hey, look, I would love to hear from people. Like, y'all think it's something deeper there, man? Like, when we post it, gentlemen, put them comments up there. Let us know. <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> Go go to our TikTok. Dude. Hold up, man. As I as I look at this, as I look at a picture of Ernest Hemingway, he looked like Nando. 
Look like Fernando. Was Nando jokingly <laughs> saying he actually didn't own Nando's? Like he wasn't the founder of Nando's? I couldn't tell if he was being serious or not, actually. I feel like I wondered that serious. too. I feel like he was being serious. But like nobody would believe that, right? Given how rich he is. It would always be tongue in cheek. And oh, and that's the other thing too. Nando's is South African. Fernando also definitely is South African. Yeah. His accent was 100% for sure from South Africa. So he could be Nando. I think that would make it even better if all of that true and he still weren't Nando. <laughs> These white privilege coincidences. Wow. So you're like a billionaire Nando, but like you don't own the billion dollar franchise Nando's. Nando's, right. Crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. Man, now I gotta go back and watch the episode. I found this picture of Hemingway. He has that same type of like gray white beard y'all. in line. I'm telling you, there has to be something in Hemingway in that book where the old man is hiding from the sea in a classroom or something. And the sea is like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and the sea is like, come on out, nigga. You fit to drown. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. But I guarantee you something like that is in there. And they pulled there from that. But I still think it's I still think it's about the fragility of privilege, of white privilege, more so than anything else. That's the episode, y'all. I don't know what I'm gonna call this episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna call this episode. I ain't got nothing for you either, sir. Nope. You'll see when it comes out, man. I ain't I ain't got it. I can't think of nothing off the uh The old man in the cream, I don't know. The old man in the cream. <laughs> Casuals <laughs> everything around me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that got a worse on levels, but <laughs> Oh. I didn't want that to work so well. Yeah. Uh, ah, I like that you didn't see where I was coming from. That was I was like <laughs> I expected you to pick that up. Like um, it's it's cause I didn't say it right. White man mm. in the cream. I don't mm. know. Like I don't know. I thought you. I, I'm surprised you missed that. It took me a while, man. Like if I <laughs> saw it, if I saw it written down, I'd have been like, Ah, uh, yeah, layers. Yeah, but it's still levels, levels to that. Double I Andres. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. That has been Atlanta season three, episode three review. I hate the whole three three thing. Third season, third episode. Da, da, da. Just nah. Yeah, we appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, thank you for everybody who shouted us out, you know, in the Facebook group and in the Discord. And, you know, we're happy to see Atlanta back. Also, shout out to everybody on YouTube, the few hundreds of you, whoever, who are listening there. Uh, that's just not really our platform. And I only put this there because there are people who found us there and they listen to this specifically there. So, you know, I hope y'all become actual like um, podcast subscribers. You know, everybody has their platform. You do your thing. But um, you're just missing out on a lot of episodes and us just having conversations about current event and regular shit and old so many old episodes that you can listen to to help you like relive past ridiculous events and just hear a, you know, a comical perspective on it. You can get that from subscribing to the podcast on Spotify or iTunes. But if you just want to listen to these Atlanta reviews on YouTube, that's cool. So I ain't got no problem with that. Uh, both can work. Appreciate you either way. Thank you all for the comments. Thank you all for the questions. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see and hear comments about this one. 
Atlanta doesn't have enough form. Like the way that Insecure does those uh, wine talks or whatever after the episodes, wind downs. Atlanta Mm. needs that, has always needed that. Was one of the first like new black shows of probably the last 15 years, I guess. I don't want to say this century, whatever, but whatever, a decade, not century, nigga, that needed that type (laughs) of discussion after the episode because there were just layers upon layers upon layers. We still kind of don't have that. Atlanta gets the immediate discussion, of course, with hashtags and stuff on Twitter when it's happening. But I feel like these conversations should linger on for days about the stuff we see in these episodes. That's fair. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I didn't see anybody talking about episode four, like talking about it. I'm still kind of blown by that one. Yeah, I still, obviously, I still got to watch it. I, mean, I like it, though, because I think I love the fact that they don't talk about it a lot, like nobody from the thing, because it makes you have to, like, they, like it, it almost like they're telling you, like, watch it again. Digest it. Mm-hmm. Take your own. You know, don't let us. Don't let us just tell you what this what this is about. Like, had that conversation. My dad and I were talking about how uh, Jordan Peele had, the, had that new Twilight Zone shit because uh, I went back and I was just watching twi- old, you know, Twilight Zone episodes on Hulu. I got I don't know how many episodes I watched, and it was just I would talk to my dad about them. And then he went and he watched, he started watching the Jordan Peele ones and me and him kind of agreed they weren't really that good. Um, I don't know specifically what it was, but when you watch the old ones, it's just so many good stories. And with these new ones, it was just kind of like, eh, okay. But I was talking to him and I was like, Atlanta is more Twilight Zone-ish in a black ass way. Then, like, oh yeah, definitely. Those Twilight, yeah. those new Twilight Zone episodes were like, I mean, it's that, weird. Twilight Zone were were great episodes. You go back when you go back and watch the old ones because they subverted a lot of stuff that honestly couldn't be directly talked about on TV at that time. Nah, yeah, right. But if you put it in the Twilight Zone, it worked. It's like it, like between like sci-fi back in the fifties and sixties, they were. They always did. They they were the ones that were like always talking about like equality. All the ones talking about like hatred and all this stuff and war and and, and doing these type of things. But it's okay because we're talking about like another dimension or another planet, right? But the parallels are there. We you know we can't talk about it directly, so we're going to talk about it like this. So that's why those old ones were, you know, were were great like that. And I think what you see from Atlanta is. They're they're doing the same thing, but like giving you this kind of flip world that's enough outside of your world to be farcical, but not too not not enough out that it still doesn't make you feel weird. Like you just you still recognize parts of it. It's so just like it leaves it leaves you feeling uneasy. It's just like subverting the social constructs that we follow on a daily, like willingly and no thoughtlessly but then you add this what if element to it as well because twilight like really good twilight zone episodes made you question your morale in case with your logic about what was happening in the episode 
like you go that's fucked up but then you could also see how it wasn't fucked up what might have happened or just looking at the outcome and, and it being so matter of fact even though it was some weird ass alien shit right or some shit that just does not make sense culturally like, or whatever it just doesn't and Atlanta does that but with black social construct and commentary and culture it gives it a what if what if things were like this what if we saw it from this perspective you know what if you experienced it but your experience was a, a bit more uh, 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 I don't know like you kind of you were able to see how everyone else was also experiencing what you were experiencing so it mm-hmm. got you out of your head right Atlanta does that with its own with its commentary the way twilight zone did it with sci-fi so it's just like it was just kind of crazy to when i was like i said it was just kind of crazy that or why it was it was interesting not crazy it was interesting that me and my dad kind of felt the same we're like atlanta is a better twilight zone is show than the actual new twilight zone series that because atlanta is just you you have to leave it open i mean you have to leave it open. Yeah. Which is why. And also, I mean, you know, it's being written by better writers, I'm sure. I, Straight up. It's, it's like, uh, yeah. Like, I don't want to downplay like anything Jordan Peele is doing, anything Monkey Pop is doing over there. Yeah. Like, they do great sure. things. It, but it, it is, I think it's just, I don't, I don't think it's just, I don't, actually, I don't think it's to their fault that Atlanta has better writers because it, if we're talking about it's not television a, it's in general. It's just like, yeah, if we're talking about clearly, that's like saying Jay Z is just a is just a great rapper. It has nothing to do with the fact. It doesn't mean that all these other rappers suck. Aren't good either. Yeah, exactly. It just means exactly. he's just a really, really good fucking rapper because he's that's a it. Good fucking rapper. Like Atlanta has Atlanta writers are good writers because compared to all of the other writing we're getting from shows on television, not many are can can do what Atlanta can do. There are few. So yeah, it's not Twilight Zone's fault. Atlanta is just that fucking good, right? And they do it in thirty some minutes, dog. Like, I'll never understand how these. It's the same way I'll never understand how one pose episode can feel like a movie, eight times a season. I just I don't understand how they do that in an hour. How they have a three act episode every episode. Mm-hmm. That has its own fucking driving theme. <laughs> you know that fits within the season but also is just you know within the episode it's crazy like i don't understand how atlanta can have so much commentary in 27 minutes or less it takes motherfuckers longer to cook pizza like (laughs) but atlanta does it every week and i can't wait till we talk about episode four because it is so fucking straightforward but it is such a big question that they actually sat and thought about from different angles how this would affect people. What it would cause people to do. Let me see if it's on FX tonight. I think the next episode comes out tomorrow, right? Mm, I think it comes out Thursdays. I thought it was Wednesdays for some reason. All right, either way, I'm going to watch it then for sure. But. They normally play the old one right after the new one. 
Okay. I think, well, they did the for the first two, but I'm not sure. Hmm. Yeah, um, but yeah, you need to go ahead and, and you have I thought the I, I don't know if I'm paying for FX on Hulu. Doesn't No, it's on Hulu. I can't remember my fucking Hulu login. Bro, just, otherwise I would just do that. Just do the password thing for Hulu and they'll send you the reset. I don't remember the email address either, nigga. That's why. I'm sorry. What did you say? So I don't remember the email address what? that it was logged on to with either. What happens when you need to log back? Into- oh, yeah. You can't get in there. Never mind. Never mind. I, I don't. What? what? I logged into Hulu once and I haven't fucked with it since. And then my phone at some point logged me out and I don't remember any of the shit that was required to get into it. Here's my question. How many emails have you had? <laughs> Oh, like five, but also Mary Helen has two, and okay, that's seven. I don't know which one of us signed up. Well, see, I think the thing with the emails, though, you can put the the forget password. You can request it enough and just throw those emails in and be like, "We don't got that email. We don't got." Yeah, that that's email. what we I'm saying. It's only seven emails, and then eventually <laughs> it'd be like, "Oh, Here, here's the one. Here it is. It's in this inbox." They don't say we don't got that email. They just be like, "If this is your email, no, and we'll send it." Right, so so if they so if, just, yeah yeah so if they do that, did you and Mary Helen just put y'all's emails together, which is seven so far, and you just check which one got the the password reset link, and there you go. Yeah, but the problem is I want to do it now. She's asleep, so like if it ain't one of mine, then I'm still two. You still have to wait for the other two. Five. Still have to wait for the other two. That's five out of Three seven. Three of them ain't it. I tell you that much. I've already oh, tried. Now we're now. down to like, four. Was this four now? What did... <laughs> <laughs> Mike just hide in a room on a cot that's see through, pretending like he don't <laughs> see us using this logic, <laughs> sir. I got four emails. I need to figure out which one is my Hulu email. Well, the, I tried to streamline the process by searching for Hulu in my email because, like, all my Gmail accounts are linked in the Gmail or in the mail app on my phone. So I was like, I'll just put Hulu in, and none of them had an email in there from fucking Hulu. I mean, so it, like, it was a long time ago. It might have been deleted, or maybe it was in spam, or maybe you spelled Hulu with two nah. U's. I don't know. Nah, I checked. It's, it's got to be these four, but it's not these four either. So there's a ninth email, or eighth and a ninth email out there somewhere. Nah, I got all of them. That's all the ones. You check your MySpace page. I uh, have a MySpace page. Yeah, yeah, it's Tom. About to get one. Yeah, it's Tom. If he, if he remembers. With your, your email the North remembers. With the email. Maybe they didn't. After you get finished there, you check your Black Planet. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was it called? Angel Fire. Check check your Angel Fire account. Angel Fire. <laughs> All right. All right, y'all. Yeah, we're not even talking about Atlanta no more. I don't know nope. what the fuck we're talking about. We just talking bullshit. Yep. But uh, that's cool. Y'all enjoy it. We will talk to y'all next time. Uh, see you for episode four. Until then, we're out. Peace. <laughs>